0: Here's a Lotus Skin Anderson's podcast, and it's the 10th of March 2023, the time is 2012, and it is Monday. That's where we're going to pick up where we left off. We have come to the book of Job, chapter number 20. So far, the Nehemiahite said in reply, this is why my own troubling thoughts urges me to answer, because of the agitation I feel. I have heard a reproof that insults me and my understanding impels me to reply surely you must have always known this for it has been so since man was put on the earth that the joyful cry of the wicked is brief and the rejoicing of the godless one is for a moment although his greatness ascends to heaven and his head reaches to the clouds he will perish forever like his own dung those who used to see him will say, where is he? He will fly off like a dream and they will not find him. He will be chased away like a vision of the night. The eye that once saw him will not do so again and his place will behold him no more. His own children will seek the favor of the poor and his own hands will give back his wealth. His bones were full of youthful vigor, but it will lie down with him in mere dust. If what is bad tastes sweet in his mouth, if he hides it under his tongue, if he savors it and does not let it go, but keeps holding it in his mouth, his food will turn sour inside him. It will become like the poison of cobras within him. He has swallowed down wealth, but he will vomit it up. God will empty it out of his belly. The venom of cobras he will suck. The fangs of a viper will kill him. He will never see the streams of water, the drones of honey and butter. He will give back his goods without consuming them. He will not enjoy the wealth from his trade. For he has crushed and abandoned the poor. He has seized a house that he did not build but he will feel no peace within himself. His wealth will not help him escape. There's nothing left for him to devour. That is why his prosperity will not last. When his wealth reaches its peak, anxiety will overtake him. The full force of misfortune will come upon him. And as he fills his belly, God will send his burning anger upon him, raining it down upon him into his bowels. When he flees from weapons of iron, arrows from a copper bow will pierce him. He pulls an arrow from his back, a glittering weapon from his scale, and terror seizes him. Total darkness awaits his treasures, a fire that no one fanned will consume him. Calamity awaits any survivors in his tent, Heaven will uncover his error. The earth will rise up against him. A flood will sweep his house away. It will be a heavy torrent on the day of God's anger. This is the wicked man's share from God, the inheritance that God has decreed for him. Chapter number 21. Job said in reply, Listen carefully to what I say. Let this be the consolation you give me. Bear with me while I speak. After I speak, you may then mock me. Is my complaint directed towards a man? If it were, would I not lose patience? Look at me and stare in amazement. Put your hand over your mouth. When I think about it, I am disturbed, and my whole body shudders. Why do the wicked live on, grow old, and become wealthy? Their children are always in their presence, and they get to see their descendants. Their houses are secure. They are free from fear, and God does not punish them with his rod. Their bulls breed without failure, their cows give birth and do not miscarriage. Their boys run outside just like a flock, and their children skip about. They sing accompanied by a tambourine and harp, and rejoice at the sound of the flute. They spend their days in contentment, and go down peacefully to the grave. But they say to the true God, Leave us alone. We have no desire to know your ways. Who is the Almighty, that we should serve him? What would we gain by being acquainted with him? But I know that they do not control their own prosperity. The thinking of the wicked is far from me. How often is the lamp of the wicked extinguished? How often does disaster come upon them? How often does God deal out destruction to them in his anger? Do they ever become like straws before the wind? And like chaff that a storm wind carries away. God will store up a man's punishment for his own sons, but may God repay him so that he will know it. May his own eyes see his ruin, and may he be the one to drink from the rage of the Almighty. What does he care about what happens to his house after him? If the number of his month is cut short, can anyone teach knowledge to God when he is the one who judges even the highest ones? One man dies in his full vigor when he is completely carefree and at ease, when his thighs are padded with fat and his bones are strong. But another man dies deeply distressed, never having tasted good things, Together they will lie down in the dust, and maggots will cover both of them. Look, I know exactly what you are thinking, and the schemes you devise to wrong me. For you say, where is the house of the prominent man, and where is the tent in which the wicked one lives? Have you not questioned the travelers? Do you not carefully study their observations, and that an evil person is spared on the day of disaster and rescued from the day of fury. Who will confront him about his ways? And who will repay him for what he has done? When he is carried to the graveyard, a vigil will be kept over his tomb, the clouds of earth of the valley will be swept to him, and all mankind follows after him, like the countless numbers before him. So why offer me meaningless comfort? There's nothing but deceit in your answers. Chapter number 22. Eliphaz the Temerite said in reply, Can a man be of use to God? Can anyone with insight be of benefit to him? Does the Almighty care that you are righteous, or does he gain anything because you follow the course of integrity? Will he punish you and enter into judgment with you for your revenues? Reverence, is it not because your own wickedness is so great and there is no end to your errors? For you cease a plea from your brothers for no reason, and you strip people of their garments, leaving them naked. You do not give the tired one a drink of water, and you hold back food from the hungry. The land belongs to the powerful man, and the favored one dwells in it. But you send away widows empty-handed, and you crush the arms of fatherless children. That is why you are surrounded by traps, and sudden terrors frighten you. That is why it is so dark that you cannot see, and a flood of water covers you. Is it not God in the highs of heavens, and see how high all the stars are? But you have said, What does God really know? Can he judge through thick gloom? Clouds screen him off so that he does not see, as he walks about on the walls of heaven. Will you follow the ancient path that the wicked men have walked, men who have been snatched away before their time? Whose foundations was washed away by a flood? They were saying to the true God, "Leave us alone!" And what can the Almighty do to us? Yet He is the One who filled the houses with good things. Such wicked thing, such wicked thinking is far from my own. The righteous will see this and in rejoice, and the innocent will mock them and say. Our opponents have been destroyed, and a fire will consume what is left of them. Get to know him, and you will be at peace. Then good things will come your way. Accept the law from his mouth, and keep his sayings in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. If you remove unrighteousness from your tent, if you would throw your gold into the dust, and the gold of Ophir into the rocky ravens. Then the Almighty will become your gold, and he will be your choice silver. For then your delight will be in the Almighty, and you will lift up your face to God. You will entret him, and he will hear you, and your vows you will pay. Whatever you decide to do will succeed, and light will shine upon your path. For you will be humiliated when you speak arrogantly, but he will save the humble. He will rescue those who are innocent. So if your hands are clean, you will certainly be rescued. Chapter 23 Job said in reply, Even today I will complain stubbornly. My strength is exhausted because of my sighing. If only I knew where to find God, I would go to his place of dwelling. I would present my case before him, and fill my mouth with arguments. I would learn how he would answer me, and take note of what he says to me. Would he contend with me using his great power? No, surely he would give me a hearing, there the upright ones would, could set matters straight with him, and I would be acquitted once and for all by my judge. But if I go east, he is not there, and if I return, I cannot find him. When he is working on the left, I cannot look upon him. Then he turns to the right, but I still do not see him. But he knows the path I have taken, After he has tested me, I will come out as pure gold. My feet have closely followed his footsteps. I have kept to his ways without deviating. I have not departed from the commandments of his lips. I have treasured up his sayings even more than what was required of me. When he is determined who can resist him, When he wants to do something, he does it, for he will carry out completely what has been determined for me. And he has many such (coughs) things in store. That is why I am anxious because of him. When I think about him, my fear grows. God has made me faint-hearted, and Almighty has made me afraid." But I have not yet been silent by the darkness, nor by the gloom that has covered my face. Chapter number 24 Why does the Almighty not set a time? Why does those who know him not see his day? People move boundaries markers. They carry off flocks for their own pasture. They drive away the donkey of fatherless children and seize the widow's bull as security for a loan. They force the poor off the road. The helpless of the earth must hide from them. The poor forges for food like wild donkeys in the wilderness. They seek food in the desert for their children. They must harvest in another's field and glean from the vineyards of the wicked. They spend the night naked without clothing, They have no covering for the cold. They are drenched by the mountain rains. They cling to the rocks for lack of shelter. The fatherless child is snatched away from the breast, breast, and the garments of the poor are taken as security for a loan, forcing them to go about naked without clothing and hungry as they carry the sheaves of grain. They toil among the terraces' walls in the heat of the day. They treat the winepresses; yet they go thirsty. The dying keep groaning in the city. The fatality wounded cries for help. But God does not regard this as improper. There are those who rebel against light. They do not recognize its ways and they do not follow its path. The murderer rises at daybreak. He slays the helpless and the poor. While at night he engages in theft, the eyes of the adulterers wait for the twilight, saying, No one will see me, and he covers his face. In the darkness they break into houses. By day they shut themselves in. They are strangers to the light, for morning is the same as deep darkness for them they are familiar with the terrors of deep darkness but they are swiftly carried away by the waters their portions of the land will be cursed they will not return to their vineyards just as though just as drought and heat takes away the melted snow the grave takes away those who have sinned his mother will forget him, the maggot will feast on him. He will be remembered no more. An unrighteousness will be broken just like a tree. He preys on the barren woman and mistreats the widow. God will use his strength to do away with the powerful. Though they may rise up, they have no assurance of life. God lets them become confident and secure but his eyes are on everything they do. They are exalted for a little while. Then they are no more. They are brought low and gathered like everyone else. They are cut off like heaps of grain. Now who can prove me a liar or refute my word? Chapter number 25. Bildad, the shuhite, said in reply, Rulership, and fearsome might are his. He establishes peace in heaven. Can his troops be numbered? Upon whom does his light not rise? So, how can mortal man be righteous before God? Or how can one born of a woman be innocent? Even the moon is not bright, and the stars are not pure in his eyes. How much less so, mortal man, who is a maggot, and son of man, who is a worm? Chapter number 26 Job said in reply, How you have helped the one with no power, how you have strengthened the arm that has no strength, what great advice you have given to the one lacking wisdom, how freely you have revealed your practical wisdom, to whom are you trying to speak, and who inspired you to say such things, those who are powerless in death tremble. They are even lower than their waters and their inhabitants. inhabitants. The grave is naked in front of God, and the place of destruction lies uncovered. He strengthens out the northern sky over empty space, suspending the earth upon nothing. He wraps up the waters in His clouds, so that the clouds do not burst under their weight. He shuts off the view of his throne, spreading out his cloud over it. He marks out the horizon on the surface of the waters. He makes a boundary between light and darkness. The very pillars of heaven shakes. They are stunned by his rebuke. He stares up the sea with his power, and by his understanding he breaks the sea monsters by pieces. He breaks the sea monsters to pieces— with his breath, he makes the skies clear. His hand pierces the Elvius serpent. Look, these are just the fringes of his ways. Only a faint whisper has been heard of him. So who can understand his mighty thunder? Chapter number 27 Job continued his discourse, saying, As surely as God lives, who has deprived me of justice? As the Almighty lives, who has made me bitter? As long as my breath is within me, and Spirit from God is in my nostrils, my lips will not speak unrighteousness, nor will my tongue mutter deceit. It is unthinkable for me to declare you men righteous. Until I die, I will not renounce my integrity. I will reign. I will Maintain my righteousness and never let it go. My heart will not condemn me as long as I live. May my enemy become like the wicked, those assaulting me like the unrighteous. For what hope does the godless man have when he is destroyed, when God takes away his life? Will God hear his outcry when distress comes upon him? Or will he find delight in the Almighty? Will he call on God at all times? I will teach you about the power of God. I will not hide anything about the Almighty. Look, if you have all sin, if you have all sin visions, why are you spe- Why are your speeches completely empty? This is the wicked man's share from God, the inheritance that tyrants receive from the Almighty. If his sons become many, they will fall by the sword, and his descendants will not have enough food. Those who survive him will be buried by the plague, and their widows will not weep for them, even if he piles up silver like the dust and stores up fine clothing like the clay. Though he may gather it, the righteous man will wear it, and the innocent will divide up his silver, The house he built is as fragile as a moth cocoon, like a shelter made by a watchman. He will go to bed rich, but will gather nothing. When he opens his eyes, nothing will be there. Terror overtakes him like a flood. A storm snatches him away by night. An east wind will carry him off, and he will be gone. It sweeps him away from his place. It will hurl itself at him without pity. As he desperately tries to flee from its force, it claps its hands at him, and wistfully at him from its place. Chapter number 28. There's a place to mine silver, and a place for gold that they refine. Iron is taken from the ground, and copper is melted from rocks. Man conquers the darkness, He probes to the limits in the gloom and darkness, searches for one. He sinks a shaft far from where people reside, in forgotten places far from where people walk. Some men descend and swing suspended. Food grows on top of the earth, but below there is an upheaval as if by fire. There is the stones like sapphire, and the dust contains gold. No bird or prey knows the path to it. The eye of a black kite has not seen it. No majestic beast have trodden on it. The young lion has not prowled there. Man strikes the flinchy rock with his hand. He overturns the mountains at their foundation. He cuts water channels in the rock. His eye spots every precious thing. He dams up the sources of rivers and brings what has hidden was was hidden by the light but wisdom where can it be found and where is the source of understanding no man recognizes its value and it cannot be found in the land of the living the deep water says it is not in me and the sea says it is not with me it cannot be brought with pure gold it cannot be bought with pure gold nor can silver be weighed out in exchange for it it cannot be bought with gold or fire, nor with rare onyx and sapphire. Gold and glass cannot be compared to it, nor can a vessel of fine gold be exchanged for it. Coral and crystals are not worthy of mention, for a bag full of wisdom is worth more than one full of pearls. The topaz of Kush cannot be compared to it. It cannot be purchased even with pure gold but from where does wisdom come and where is the source of understanding? It has been hidden from the eyes of every living thing and concealed from the birds of the heavens. Destruction and death says, our ears have heard only a report of it. God understands the way to find it. He knows, he alone knows where it resides, for he looks to the ends of the earth, and he sees everything under the heavens, when he sets the force of the wind and measures out the waters, when he made a regulation for the rain and a path for the thunderous storm cloud. Then he saw wisdom and explained it. He established and tested it, and he said to man, Look, the fear of Jehovah, that is wisdom, and to turn away from bad is understanding. Chapter Number 29 Job continued his discourse, saying, If only I were in the month gone by, if only I were in the month gone by, in the days when God was watching over me, when he caused his lamp to shine upon my head, when I walked through darkness by his light, when I was in my prime, when God's friendship was felt in my tent, when the Almighty was still with me, when my children were all around me. When my steps were awash in butter, and the rocks poured out streams of oil for me, when I used to go out to the city gate and take my seat in the public square, the young men would see me and step aside, and even the old men would rise and remain standing. Princesses refrained from speaking, they would put their hands over their mouth. The voice of the prominent men were silenced. Their tongue was stuck to the roof of their mouth. Whoever heard me would speak well of me, and those who saw me would testify for me. For I would rescue the poor who cried for help, along with the fatherless child and anyone who had no helper. The one about to perish would bless me, and I made the heart of the widow rejoice i put on righteousness as my clothing my justice was like a robe and a turban i became eyes to the blind and feet to the lame i was a father to the poor i would investigate the legal case of those i did not know i would break the jaws of the wrongdoer and tear the prey away from his teeth i used to say i will die in my own home and my days will be as numerous as the grains of sand. My roots will spread out into the waters, and dew will stay all night on my branches. My glory is constantly renewed, and a bow in my hand will keep shooting. People would listen expectantly waiting in silence for my advice. After I have spoken, they had nothing more to say. My words would fall gently on their ears, They waited for me as for the rain. They opened their mouth wide as for the spring rain. When I smiled at them, they would hardly believe it. The light of my face would rescue them. The light of my face would reassure them. I gave them direction as their head, and I lived like a king among his troops, like one who comforted the mourners. So, this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the 10th of March 2023. The time is 2056. And it is Monday. Bye.